Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Creators Lounge podcast. It has been a minute since I recorded a new episode, and I'm super excited to talk to the guest today. My man, give us an introduction. What is your name? Where are you from? And what do you do? Hey, everyone. My name is Azra. Um, I'm from the States. I'm, I live in Oklahoma, and I make music on the computer. I make future funk and hip-hop, but mostly future funk, so... All right, man, that's fantastic. Now, we got a lot to cover today, and uh, I've known you for a minute. Uh, I was introduced to you by my cousin, actually, and uh, and then you and me started talking and, you know, going back and forth and stuff, so I'm super excited for the conversation today. Uh, the first thing I want to start with is you just mentioned that you primarily make future funk, um, but obviously a lot of people don't aren't familiar with that genre. If you could, please explain to us what is it and what does it sound like? So future funk is basically when you sample um, old disco and funk records anywhere from the 60s to the 90s. And it basically sounds like sped up funk and disco or like it depends what you do with it, you know. All right, fantastic. But yeah, like you said, it's really strong in the sampling aspects and whether it's disco or Japanese city pop, because you can do a lot with it. Yeah, it's pretty much built around sampling. I'm curious for you, though, how did you first discover Future Funk? This might be a pretty weird answer, but like I really wanted to be a music producer, so I just started genre hunting and then I found Future Funk and it just stuck the most with me. That's super cool, man. So you wanted to be a producer, you start looking for a genre. What was it that attracted you to Future Funk, though? Because obviously disco and sampling, stuff like that, it's kind of old music. What was it that stood out to you that made the genre interesting? Um, probably the sampling and the pictures, the cover art, mm-hmm. the anime. The anime was a, was a, was a factor for you? Yeah, okay. pretty much. Explain, explain why. Like, I just feel like the future funk and anime like mix in mixes in well, like very well. Mm-hmm. Love it. So the whole aesthetic of it then was kind of what drew you to it. It was the artwork, the sound, the rhythm, everything. Mm-hmm. It's really, really cool. I love how it just you, you vibed with it immediately, even though it was like a, a new sound for you. Did you grow up listening to, to disco and, and, and funk and things like that? Actually, I did listen to some disco and funk records, but not like grow up, growing up, growing up on it. It's just mm-hmm. like I listened to it occasionally. And then like when I heard Future Funk, I became more attached to it. So. Yeah. Makes sense. And it's really cool as well because it's kind of like bringing disco and funk like to a new generation, a new era of people who might not be familiar with it. So you're doing you're doing God's work, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you mentioned before that like you wanted to, to start making music. Tell us about that moment. Like what was it that triggered you to feel like I want to be a music producer? What was that moment like for you and like what caused it? Um... I'm I was in like a family of musicians like my dad like played the guitar just a little bit but like I was in a family full of singers and then like I like had a moment with God and just talked to him about it see to see like if I wanted to like make music or not so wow man so it's it was pretty deep thing for you then it wasn't just like a, oh I want to be a producer it was like a like I want to be a producer then yeah 
That's that's really super cool. Then to flash back because like you have this deep realization that you want to be a music producer, uh, like what was your first song like? What was your first project like? Do you remember making your first project? Actually, yes, I do. All right, and man, I we gotta we gotta go there. We gotta go there. Tell us about it. Like, what was it like? What was that process like? What's the memory like? Um, I remember being in Ableton Live Nine, and I got I was actually copying a song from La Night Club, which is a French, which is an old, old, old uh, French house uh, duo. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. It was a sample from the Brothers Johnson. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I don't remember the name of the song. Gotcha. So, and you were trying to recreate the song. Is that correct? Like recreate it and like make it like and like name it. Like I think I named the project Groovy. Okay. I don't know if it's still on my YouTube or not. Sure, got you. And for that project, you were trying to make it into a future funk type song, correct? More like French House. Okay. And I added like a break to it. I think it was Impeach the President, if I'm not mistaken. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, all right. Then Sampling's like been there with you like from the very first song you ever made then. Talk to us about Sampling, um, because it's a core aspect of Future Funk, of French House, uh, even of like hip hop beats and stuff like that as well. Um, what does sampling mean to you? How do you find a sample? What are you looking for whenever you choose a sample? How, so how I find a sample, I just go disco and funk hunting online, whether I be like going on YouTube, I look at a bunch of YouTube channels and Boogie 80 is one of my favorites. What I'm looking for, it, it changes every time. Like I would be looking for uh, strings for a little bit of sense, all kinds of stuff. Gotcha. So it, it depends on your mood and, and your mindset. Is that right? Exactly. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's cool. So far, like what has been like one of the favorite samples you've worked with? Favorite samples. That's a tough one. Um, um I'm, I'm going on my SoundCloud right Pull now. Pull it up, man. Pull it up. Through. Dig through it figure it out i want to hear because you you do have a really strong back library of songs so i mean you yeah. have been quite quite prolific as a as a music creator it would probably be the evasions all wrapped up or um arian your love makes me a winner or i saw you make i i saw him make eyes at you by flowchart Awesome. Probably man. one of the one of the three. And I love how you know the songs and the artists immediately. Um, what is it about those samples though that you enjoyed so much? It would probably be the singing and the melodies and the drums inside of it. Gotcha. So just every aspect of the, of the clip is good for you. Yeah. So I'm curious about that though. Let's talk about it for just a minute, <clears throat> because for those songs specifically, you liked everything about the song, and so you used it to create your own song. Um, has there ever been a situation where you didn't like the entire song, but you liked one element of it, and so you were able to sample that section? Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I've I think I've had I think I've done that a couple times mm -hmm. in the past. Mm -hmm. Generally, then, whenever you are working with a sample, then is it usually are you working with the entire song, or are you usually working with like a specific three second clip or or five second clip? Like it, it change. Like I said before, it changes every time. Like I could be like taking a one second clip and loop it all over, but mm -hmm. like I am planning on like making it 
more what's the word for it? more like I got to like use more samples and not just repeat it over and over and have some variety. Okay. All right. I see. That makes sense. That makes sense. And then talking about that, because we, cause we've talked a lot about sampling already, and you could answer this either from a sampling standpoint or from a listening standpoint. For you personally, Ajra, what are the, the most, um, what are the artists that you respect the most? Who are the artists that you respect the most? Hmm, that's also a tough one, but I think it would probably be Tatsuro Yamashita uh-huh. and a few others. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of expected that answer, to be honest, because, like, who hasn't been touched by his music? Uh, Tatsuro just, yeah. he, he made such amazing music for his time, and then now to see what everyone is doing with it, in as much as remixing it, sampling it, etc., you know, it's pretty magical stuff. What is it about Tatsuro that you enjoy so much? Honestly, everything like it could be anywhere from his singing to the music that he produces, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. everything. And have I actually sampled one of his songs? Okay, I was going to ask that. Yeah, you have. That's so cool. And are you going to do it again? Definitely so. Yeah, definitely so in the future. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I thought so, man. I thought so for sure. For sure. Um. I'm going to flip the conversation a little bit and more look more at like the personal side of like your music creation and everything. Um, for you, you're a relatively young artist and, you know, you're walking in, in future funk primarily. Obviously, you know, a little bit of every genre, but primarily future funk. It's not a super competitive genre. There's definitely room for everyone to shine. And um, for you, what are some of your hopes and ambitions to do with your music? Honestly... To, like, reach out to the people, like, be in a community and, like, obviously get featured in some uh, promotions. But mm-hmm. all, I already have some. Awesome. Awesome. So you just want to keep growing then as a music producer. Yeah. That's great. Basically. That's great, man. And you said you've been featured in some stuff already. Go ahead. Brag about it. What, what have you, what kind of stuff have you, the growth you've seen so far? So I've been featured in Topaz Club like three or four times now, and I've been featured in two or three uh, Future Funk monthly mixes by Andrew Tur- 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 Turner. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. All right, man. It's great. It's great. And how does it make you feel to have to achieve stuff like that? It it makes me feel like really happy, and like it lets me know that this is where I belong. Mm-hmm. You know. That's great to hear, man. I'm so glad to hear that. And I mean, obviously, that would be like one motivating factor for you to keep creating and sharing your content. What's another motivating factor for you to keep sharing your music, to keep putting yourself out there? Friends. Friends of mine that go to school with me. Mm-hmm. Talk more, bro. I mean, I want to hear about this because I think that I honestly believe that having the right people around you is like the one deciding factor that can make or break a person you see it so often people who are surrounded by negative energy and like so quickly 
they give up their dreams, they fall into depression, you know, and they just kind of quit, you know, living for themselves, living happily. Whereas on the flip side, the ones who do have, you know, positive people around them, building them up and encouraging them, they just seem to thrive so much better. Talk to us about your friend circle. Um, and I'm kind of surprised, to be honest, to hear, you know, that friends at school, because a common complaint that I hear from a lot of producers is that people at school don't accept them. So I think it's really cool that your friends do um, encourage you and support you. Talk about it more if you could. So I don't think I can say much more besides like I've I've heard from people like what's your SoundCloud what's your next when's when's your next song and like I've heard from a few of my friends that they like they say that's pretty good Andy Mhm mm Love it man that's fantastic that's really cool that you have such uh positive uh people around you Have you ever experienced uh negativity you know people you know hating on your music or people coming for you or whatever Honestly, not much, but like a few years ago when I was doing something different, when I used to beatbox, like I used to get like a, some negative energy sure. and then I thought about it. So gotcha. With and Future Funk. Mm -hmm. With Future Funk, you've kind of found your thing then. Yeah. It's great, man. That's really, really cool. And I'm glad you feel so comfortable and confident in making it. Um, I feel like a lot of artists kind of struggle with finding their sound or, or finding what they want to do. But for you, like from day one, I feel like you've kind of known what you're doing all along. Tell me a little bit about what you kind of want to branch into and kind of grow into with your sound. What I want to grow into, what does that, what does that mean? Like exactly? as far as like, do you want to keep doing future funk? And if so, like, you know, what kind of uh, exploration do you want to do with future funk? What kind of new things do you want to try? Um, with Future Funk, there's not really much besides changing uh, time signatures. And, like, I'm planning on doing more genres than just Future Funk and hip-hop because I, I refuse to be to be defined as one single genre. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell us more about that if you could because, you know, even though we focused on Future Funk a lot, obviously, you know, everyone is very multidiverse. You know, there's so many sounds and ways for us to express ourselves. What kind of genres are you looking to get into? Um, besides future funk and hip hop, I've done a few vaporwave tracks and I'm thinking about like, um, moving into that, like going into vaporwave and trap music. Fantastic, man. Fantastic. That's super cool. Have you started any projects yet or is it still just like at a conceptual stage in your mind? Um, I have not started projects yet, but I will in the future. Fantastic, man. We are looking forward to it. It's going to be super, super cool. So I want to kind of uh, change the conversation yet again. You know, we kind of looked at the personal aspects of how you create your music, your inspiration, stuff like that. Um, I want to hear your opinion on social media, um, you know, in the music world, especially for internet musicians. Uh, you know, we use it so much to promote, 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 share everything. What kind of role does social media play in your life? Um, I mean, social media has its good and it's bad. Like you got the haters and the negativity and all this nasty bull crap on the online. And you got the good, like you've got supporters and good videos and whatnot, the messages. Mm -hmm. So there's pros and cons. Do you feel like ultimately it's a, a, a positive influence for you? Or do you think overall it's kind of a negative thing for you? It's a mixture of the two, honestly. Mm -hmm. I think like more positive though. 
more on the positive side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's fantastic. And how much does it influence your music creation being on social media? It does influence, um, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it does influence the, like, I'm, I look at other future funk tracks and like, I'm getting inspired to make tracks. That's fantastic, man. Really super cool. Do you have a, do you have like a, a group of like musician friends on the internet? Actually, I do. Um, I like one of my. I I think I have like four or five future funk friends that I mainly talk to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm in collaboration with two of them. And like, there's gonna be a new EP soon, and I'm almost completely done with it. And I've collaborated with two artists. Dude, that's so. super cool. Can we know who the artists are, or not right now? Um, one is gonna be with Assonance, and it's a Vapor Trap song, and flash um we're gonna be like doing an old hip-hop song and me and him have collaborated before in my first album that i put on soundcloud the first future punk album so all right man fantastic looking forward to it collaborations are so much fun because you really can unlock a new level of music you know two people combining their strengths you know and covering their Mm -hmm. weaknesses like it just unlocks a whole new level a whole new style of sound you know so um, I want to ask you one more thing, and that is that you are relatively young, uh, just comparatively to other artists. I think especially in the future funk genres, because I feel like a lot of the future funk creators are a bit older. Um, do you think that your age is more of a, of a uh, strength or a weakness for you? That's a tough one. Um, like, in somewhere in between strength and weaknesses, there you know there could be some pedophiles around that just wants to catfish you. Mm-hmm. And I was in I was involved in this one thing. I was going to be on Jukebox Records, but I heard a bunch of crap about the owner, so like I just didn't want to go through it. And he literally asked me for my address, and I did not know how to feel about that. Oh my gosh! Wow, dude, unbelievable. Dude, unbelievable! Like, like, what does he need that for? I don't know. <laughs> right? Dude, it's wild, man. That is wild. But you do have to be safe out there, obviously. I mean, that's pretty Ooh. wild. It's. I'm glad that you heard some stuff from other people before you actually got associated with them because you really dodged a bullet with that. Do you have any more horror stories like that, or is that like a like one isolated situation? That would probably be the most, um, that would probably be the most, yeah, that's probably going to be the only one, only situation that happened to me. Good, good. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you don't want that happening a lot, but I do know that it does happen to to artists and creators. So, you know, it's it's unfortunate because I really feel like it kind of kills your momentum and kills your, it can dampen your inspiration to keep sharing, you know, when you do meet those kind of people. But, you know. I hate to say it's part of the game, but it is something you have to, to go through and face, you know, and overcome. Uh, as we are wrapping yeah. up 2019, how do you feel about the year overall? Are you satisfied with the effort and the music you put out? Overall, yes. And I, like, on my tracks, I've made, like, thousands of views, com- like, combined. Like, um, my some of my tracks went into the thousands, and that that makes me happy. It does, man. Talk about it more. Like, how do you feel about like stats and numbers and things like that? Do you actively monitor it, or is it just something that you do notice from time to time? It's something that I notice from time to time, and I also monitor monitor it sometimes. And like when I looked at my 
all-time stats, I was pretty much overwhelmed mm -hmm. with the mm -hmm. results. Sure, dude. It's awesome. And it must feel so rewarding because you have put so much effort and so much time into it. Mm-hmm. And it's great, man. It's great. So keep it up. I want to ask you about that real quick because, like I said before, you know, you do have a very strong back catalog of content, of music and stuff like that. Is is it difficult for you to put out songs? It seems like it's not, but, like, is it secretly? Honestly, it's... I'm not, real, I'm not very nervous about mm -hmm. it, like, except if I'm doing something different. I might be just a little tad bit nervous, mm -hmm. but other than that, no. Not at all. So you just make it and you put it out, right? Mm, that's yeah. fantastic. And I put time and effort into it to make sure the sound's not crappy. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. I'm curious about that if I can ask, and you might not have an answer. Do you consider yourself a perfectionist? Not yet. Mm -hmm. Not yet, but I'm probably in the next five years or so, I'll be like a total professional, hopefully. Okay, all right. So you, you want to move towards perfectionism then, is that right? Yeah, I'm gotcha. wanting to get better and use more chops and experiment more. How interesting. Okay, yeah, I see what you mean. Obviously, you know, skills do grow and change, you know, as we as we develop more and keep doing it. Do you feel like your skills have developed significantly since first starting? Definitely so. Like, you know, like used to, I used to like rush things a bit, mm -hmm. but now like I'm making sure like if i were to ever rush again then i would just look through it over and over and over make sure it's perfect now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what what in what ways do you feel like you have improved and how did you improve exactly um for one thing not copying other people's samples mm -hmm. not as much at least sure i see and using better samples and like mastering like i've gotten into that and i, I got like I, it's like soundcloud has been a bit trashy lately so i had to like starting from this ep the new ep i'm making i'm probably just going to go to some website that converts it and then like when i upload it it sounds just like it does like when you're listening to it in windows media player or whatever sure Gotcha. Talk about SoundCloud for a minute if you want to, or if you have any opinions. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of creators are very angry at them. They've had a lot of changes, both in people who are working for the company and also directions they're taking with the, with the company. How do you feel about SoundCloud right now? SoundCloud, like, it's a great, it's a pretty great app, and I do love it, but then, like, the people behind it are not really that smart. Like, mm -hmm. last year they said they would be like trying their best to make like to to make the track sound better and like now they said that they would uh they said they just broke their promise basically and they were going to like for free users they would only limit to 15 tracks but soundcloud actually listened to us and there's not gonna like it's not gonna change the upload limit's not gonna change for free users so and then like i was so close to using audius most most it mostly because that um other future fun artists were going to audius and i tested that out seemed and what i've heard like a few days afterwards it seems to be worse and it seems to be trashy and i actually tested out one of my tracks on private mm -hmm. 
it sounds pretty crappy to be honest i'm not gonna lie sure yeah i know the the with that soundcloud 15 song limit the scare or whatever a lot of people did switch over to audius um started using it using it you know and they saw a big increase in users so i'm assuming that soundcloud is your primary focus is that right or do you also put stuff on spotify and youtube youtube used to be my primary um uh social media to upload on but like now soundcloud is and i find it to be a 10 times better platform than youtube because youtube likes to mess with creators nowadays at least that's what i've heard Mm -hmm. i see i see gotcha thanks for sharing that bro um i want to ask you about because we talked about 2019 what about 2020 which is it's this year how do you what are you looking to do this year in 2020 what kind of uh what kind of achievements do you want to make this year Honestly, I just want to keep on going better, getting better and better and collab with more artists, future funk artists, like people who are more famous. Mm-hmm. And about my launch pad, I, I am starting, to, I'm almost done with my launch pad project. So I'm probably going to upload that sometime in 2020 and like film the video and upload it. Fantastic, man. I love it. Let's talk about a launch pad for a minute. Cause like, have you been using a launch pad since like your first track or like, when did that come along? The launch pad came along, like, I used to do, listen to music on uh, YouTube a lot. So, like, this uh, So Nevable guy that plays the launch pad, like, I saw that in my recommendations, and I just looked at it, and, like, I thought, wow, that's what I want to do. So, like, I got a launch pad for my birthday. It was, like, a launch pad mini. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I started experimenting with synths and whatnot. And then, like, I also did some covers, but I don't think they're on YouTube anymore. But, um, yeah, I think that's it. All like, right, man. Yeah. Super cool. So you have some experience with the launch pad already, and it's another kind of tool you want to keep using more and more. All right, best of luck on that. Really looking forward to it. Um, do you feel like your, your – how does your mentality affect your music creation as far as if you're having a bad day or if you're having a great day? Like, how does it affect your music? Honestly, that – it depends. Like, if I, like – if I'm on a bad day, then I'd probably create little to no music, mm-hmm. if if that makes sense. Yeah. So you usually create music whenever you're at a good place mentally then? Yeah. Like, Fantastic. I think I've made, like, at least one or two tracks when I'm in a bad mood. How do you feel about those tracks looking back at them now? I felt like I could have done better, you okay. know? Like, yeah. but you evolve get better at it mm-hmm. over time all right man fantastic that's super cool um also as we kind of wrap this this uh this this section up i'm curious for you from your times uh, making music and creating music sharing music what are some of the biggest pieces of wisdom that you've learned along the way um not much but like i've heard from someone to never give up Mm-hmm. and don't give in and i've listened to your videos and they're pretty inspiring dude come on you make me blush thank you i appreciate that man i appreciate that so uh never give up i agree with that 100 percent. i think it's super super important and Azra, i want to thank you so much for coming on the show today man um with every guest no that comes on we always do a speed round at the very end i'm gonna ask a very quick question and you just give a very quick response are you ready to get into it yeah, let's do it. All right, man, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. What is your favorite color? Probably all colors, but if I had to pick one, it would probably be 
black or red. Very good. What is your favorite food? That's a tough question. It <laughs> it's the fire anywhere, round. It would be anywhere from ramen noodles or the burger from Burger King. Like, not any, just any burger, but I think the Bacon King. All right, very good. Two bottom size. What languages do you speak? Mostly, like, not mostly, but like primarily English. Mm -hmm. Very good. Uh, what countries do you want to visit? If any, probably somewhere in England or in Japan. All right, very good. What is your favorite rest activity? Rest activity. Like, what do you like to do mm -hmm. on your breaks? Yeah. Probably just sit on my butt and do nothing or make music <laughs> or play video games. All right, all right. Love the honesty. And last one, what is something you want to do that you have never done before? That's also a very tough one. I honestly don't know. Not All right. yet. All right, we'll pass. And the fire round is over. Azra, thank you for sharing insights to your process and your music, your inspirations. Dude, it was fantastic. Uh, before we wrap up, is there anything you want to say to the audience? Anything you personally want to say? Honestly, just if you're, if you're, if you have dreams that like, don't give up on them, you know, like that's all I can say. All right, man. It's a good thing to say. It's simple, but it's true. Honestly, guys, for real, if you have a dream, just get started. Osra's done the same thing. He decided very deeply he wanted to make music, and he has been making music ever since. And I can guarantee on my own word that his quality has improved over time, and he is still making some super funky tracks. So I recommend that you guys check him out. Obviously, the links to his content will be in the description box below. I want to thank you guys personally for watching and uh, for joining us yet again on the Creators Lounge. So... I will see you next time. Thank you for watching. Hi guys, I am Ben Jay. I want to thank everyone so much for watching that episode of the Creators Lounge Podcast with special guest Azure Beats. Um, if you enjoyed the episode at all, please consider donating to my Ko-fi account link right up here, as well as down in the description box below. Um, everything you donate is appreciated. And also 10% of every donation will go to a charitable cause so I want to thank you guys again so much for supporting me all the time. Uh, it's all the love, all the comments, the DMs and everything. I really feel it in here. So thank you guys again so much and I will see you very soon.